Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. If you've ever found yourself staring at a to-do list, wondering how on earth you're supposed to get it all done, then this episode is for you. I am really excited to share with you my process that I've been using for time management for years and to talk a little bit to how I get things done. I had a wonderful client of mine say to me the other day, I just don't know how you're doing it all. And it took me by surprise because I am not somebody who identifies with doing it all by any stretch. There are lots of things I don't do. If you could see my office where I'm recording right now, you would understand it is a mess, but I do move really quickly and I am incredibly productive when I do sit down to work. And it's simply put due to this project, this this time management methodology. It is not something I came up with. In fact, I don't even think I can tell you who came up with it because it is just so widely known and accepted. Lots of different people have written about it and put their own spin on it. So today I'm going to share that with you. Whether you are juggling a task list of five or 50, this process is going to help you create so much clarity in how to actually get through it, get things done and stop feeling incredibly overwhelmed by everything that's sitting on your plate right now. The other benefit of this process is it works regardless of what project management tool you might be using. So whether you are using Asana or if you have a handwritten to-do list sitting on your desk or hiding in the notes app of your phone, you can apply this strategy to getting on top of it once and for all. This is something that you might like to do on a weekly basis or on a daily basis. It really depends how full that to-do list is looking, but it is something that you can come back to time and time again to help create that clarity and move your business forward with the most important actions first. So let's dive in to the four D's of how to get shit done. Now, Like I said, the four D's, this is not mine. I cannot take credit for coming up with this. This is something I learned a very long time ago in my former corporate life. But as I said, it's something I am definitely still using today. And it's something that I speak about with team and with clients pretty regularly, especially when we're in that state of it feels like too much. I opened my Asana. There's too many tasks. Where do I even begin? Or if you find yourself constantly getting to the end of the day, feeling like you haven't done, maybe you haven't done the tasks that are actually going to move the business forward. You feel like maybe you've been doing that busy work that actually isn't work work, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the tinkering on Canva, updating your website for the billionth time, <laughs> the things that aren't necessarily helping you get closer to your goals. So 
The four Ds, here's what they are. We'll start with this. We have do, delete, delegate, and the lucky last one is defer. These are our four options to choose from. And essentially what we're going to do is we're going to look at our to-do list and put every task into one of these four categories. So the first one is do. This is the most straightforward of all the categories because it just means you've got to do the work. You have to get shit done. These are the things on your to-do list that are maybe time sensitive, need to happen today. Maybe they are urgent. Maybe they are high priority. These are things that there is no way through except to get them done. Now, this might be the point in time where you need to set some additional processes for yourself around getting these things done. Maybe you need to set a timer. Maybe you need to create a workspace and some clarity for you to focus and get those tasks done. You're going to know what best serves you to actually tick these things off. But these are the non-negotiables for the day. The things that you absolutely have to do, they go into the do category. There is nobody else who can do these for you. The second option, which I call delete, some people call drop, either works. (laughs) It's the easiest, right? You just get to delete these things. You either do it or you delete it, right? These are the things you do not need to deal with. These are things that just are taking up brain space that they don't need to. This is things like just deleting emails in your inbox because you're not going to read those newsletters. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we just need a good clean out. These are tasks that maybe you are doing because you feel like you have to do them, not because you actually care about them or not because they're important to your business structure and the way that things are working right now. This can be anything that is new that's come up that you just don't need to do right now. Right. Things that you can just go, you know what? It's a no from me. These are the tasks, these are the activities we're putting into our delete box. Things that are just not going to happen. And we have to be okay with that. This is the most important thing. When we're going to delete something off our to-do list, the worst thing we can do is continue to mentally hold space for that task. It's going to take so much energy from us if we're thinking about it, constantly coming back to it. If we know we're going to come back to it in the future, We can definitely put this in the defer category and I'll come to that in a minute. The delete category is for things that we are literally wiping off the slate. Now, this also applies to things in family life. There might be tasks that you just need to release (laughs) the intention around doing, right? Things that you are just going to accept and not going to happen. And that, again, it might be something that's not going to happen today or it might be something that you're going to defer until later. But the idea here is that you just get to remove it completely off your to-do list. It just doesn't need to exist there. And make sure you're letting go of that mental capacity that's holding on to it as well. All right. The one that goes along with delete is defer. And like I said, defer is about the not right now tasks. And I think this is a really critical skill to cultivate as an online business leader is learning what you need to say no to in this moment and sticking a pin in it to come back to later. As entrepreneurs, we constantly have ideas, thoughts, new offers, new services, content we want to create, channels we want to create on, all of these different things. And when we say no to them, it can feel 
a little bit icky because we actually don't want to say no. We just want to say not right now. I really love this idea of creating this new service offering, but not right now because I'm actually in launch for something else. I have a board in Asana that is dedicated to my deferred decisions slash ideas slash random bucket list, right? It is the place where I put things that I really love the concept of that one day I really want to do, but it's just not a right now thing. So it doesn't need to be in my to-do list. It's not taking up space. I'm not even assigning a future due date to it. I'm just putting it in that bucket of here's my ideas board. I can come back to it when the time is right. The thing that I find incredibly interesting about that ideas board is often when I open it up because something new has come up, it'll either be something that's already on the board which is a really good nudge that maybe it's something you do need to start actually bringing onto your to-do list. If it's coming up repeatedly, maybe it needs to be brought forward a little bit more. Or as I go to write it down, I'm like, actually, I, I don't have a deep desire to bring this to life. It sounds fun, but I don't want to do that. For example, I was presented last year with the opportunity to partner with a company on building a tech platform. And while the idea of leading a tech team is really appealing to me, being there past life, it's actually quite fun. That development phase of technology I really enjoy. I also know it's not what I want to be known for in business. And it's not something that aligns with my business goals right now. And I don't actually ever seeing it align with my business goals. So the process of going to put it into that defer bucket actually clarified for me that it needed to be in the delete side instead. Right? So your defer bucket is for the things that are not right now. Maybe you need to reflect on them a little bit more. Maybe they are things that just need to happen next week, not today especially on the days that you're feeling really overwhelmed, this is a great way to just start to move things off your to-do list so that you can focus on just that do bucket, right? The bucket we have that says these are the things I need to do is what we're doing today. You can defer things until tomorrow. You can defer things until next month. You can defer things until next year. You can choose the timeline for these deferred decisions. And essentially, we're going to make it a few times over, depending on where it falls on our to-do list and what else is going on. But we do get to move these things over. The important thing here is capturing these ideas, these tasks, these concepts, because again, similar to the delete ones where we delete them, but mentally are still holding on to them. Where we're mentally holding on to a defer task, but not documenting it anywhere, it also takes a huge amount of mental load. I've spoken about this in previous podcast episodes, but I believe having processes and particularly project management is an act of self-care. And this is one of the reasons why. When we are holding all of these ideas and thoughts in our head, it's really hard for us to genuinely switch off and look after ourselves. I'm not a person who identifies very well with switching off. I am always on, right? My brain is always ticking. I need less in there at all times, way less things going on in my brain. And the way that I do that is by documenting it. So create a space, whether it is post-it notes on your wall, whether it's a board in your asana, whether it's a page in your notebook where you can put the things that you are deferring for way later And then have a process to move the due date on tasks that you are deferring from today. 
So for example, when I open up Asana, if I know I've only got a finite amount of time today to work on specific tasks, let's say it's for a specific client, I open up their Asana and I really critically go, what can I actually achieve today? And if it's not urgent, but I know it still needs to be done, those tasks gets deferred, the due date gets moved. It's that straightforward, right? We're allowed to move the due date on things. All right. Our final D is for delegate. Now, obviously, this only works if you have someone to delegate it to. So if you are the only person in your business right now, delegating is going to be a little bit hard. You can delegate in the form of automating. This is absolutely a valid form of delegation is getting the technology to do it for you. When we're delegating to technology, there's going to be a little bit of time in the setup required, right? So for example, if I know that I want to automate a process around my lead management, I need to have the time to map out that process, maybe write some templated emails, set up the automations in the specific tools that I'm using before it's officially off my to-do list. But you can delegate to technology if you're a team of one right now. If you have support in your team, whether it's a virtual assistant, an online business manager, a social media manager, maybe your podcast editor, you can absolutely delegate tasks to them. That's what they're there for, right? They are there to support you to get things done. Conversely, this also applies in your life. My partner and I are constantly having conversations about things that are on my to-do list that I just do not have capacity for in any given moment. Hey, can you look after this for me today? I'm not going to get to it. Hey, can you do school pickup today? Because I need to work through for another hour. Hey, can you do the grocery shopping this weekend? Or can you plan the grocery list for this weekend so that I don't have to do with it? So when it comes to delegation, there is a real skill here in learning to delegate well. And it's definitely a skill that you can improve with time. Don't feel like you're going to get it perfect on day one and you either can or you can't. It's definitely not that type of skill. It is a skill that you can develop. And the idea is is that you need to learn how to brief and train your team appropriately to take on the task. Now, short term, what this might mean is that your team is taking on components of the task. So let's say you would love to delegate some support around your social media content. Maybe the first thing that you delegate is the creation of Canva graphics because you've already written the content. Your team member can pull from that content in the creation of the graphics. Hopefully you've already got your brand elements created that they can work from as well and they can put together the visual aspects of that content for you. That might be the first step. The second step might then be scheduling. And again, you need to brief your team on how you like things done. Make sure they've got access to the tools that they need to do things. Make sure they have everything they need to complete the process. The really important thing here with delegating is your documentation of your processes is key. And so doing this, doing the documentation of your processes, even as a team of one, is really going to serve you for when you are bringing a new team member in, because suddenly you're going to have processes you can tell them, share with them, delegate to them without you needing to do the work to create them. And two, it's also going to, again, serve you to take off some of that mental load of did that box get ticked? Did that email go out? You know, you've got processes around it to support you with all of this, right? So the task that you're delegating can be anything, 
anything that doesn't require you. So especially if you're feeling really, really busy and you're looking at your to-do list going, well, what tasks need me? What tasks do I need to do? Nobody else in the business can do these for me right now. What are the tasks I need to do? That is likely going to be things around your lead and sales process. What sales conversations do you need to be part of? It could be things around your content creation, your thought leadership. What do you need to create as the leader of the business, as the voice behind the business and your client delivery? Like you need to show up for those things, right? (laughs) Unless you've got, you know, you might have a support team inside a program that's different. You can absolutely delegate to them. That's what they're for. But for the most part, you're going to show up for your client delivery. They're the things that you have to do. Now you can start looking at all of the other tasks on your to-do list and going, well, is there somebody else who can take care of these tasks for me? Is there somebody else that I could delegate this task to, to just take it off your to-do list, make your life easier, essentially. Like I said, this isn't a brand new methodology. I certainly haven't come up with this. The four days of time management have existed for a very long time, but essentially it's a really simple process that allows you to critically look at your to-do list and put it into a manageable, actionable process so you can feel like you're moving forward versus constantly feeling like your to-do list is building and building and building and building and you're not ticking off enough things in the day. I would love to hear from you about this. Do you use the four Ds? Do you use another time management or project management methodology that helps you get things done? Come on over to Instagram and share with me at the virtual chapter. My DMs are always open and I would love to hear from you about how you get things done, how you make things happen for yourself and in your business. And of course, if you are looking for support with the delegation phase in particular, this is what we do best here at the virtual chapter. We have a team of online business managers, our podcast management team, and our virtual assistants who are ready to take things off your hands so you can focus on your to-do list, not all of the other things. So if you're in that stage where you're thinking that support is your next step so that you can scale and grow your business and gain back some of your time, I would love to have a conversation with you. Head on over to the virtualchapter.co forward slash book to find out more and book your free discovery call with me. And we can chat all about how we can help you get on top of your to-do list as well. If you've made it this far, I would love if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Reading your reviews is such a delight for us here at the Virtual Chapter team. And it also helps get this podcast in front of more business owners just like yourself so we can help even more people become incredible world-class virtual CEOs. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Tell us what you are loving about this show so we can continue to bring more of it straight to you. I'll see you next time.